hard. <laughs> meet, meet, meet a force. It's just a bunch force of, of dildos. <laughs> like, just sitting there. up all my decks and i plan to get a little risky i make a lot of noise when my opponents play so shitty both of our wives say save a horse ride a commander smith everybody says save a horse ride a commander smith yep yep (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's uh Ride a horse, or nope. save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> ride a horse, save <laughs> ride, a, ride a horse, save my pelvic bone. Uh, and then it's uh, like Big Rich or something. Hey, Big and Rich. Big and Rich. Yeah, okay. nice. That was yeah. good. I'm yeah, impressed. It's the only country song I've like <laughs> had to listen to. Uh, the funny thing about that is like, I was singing it to Cindy, and I was like, I got the Save a Horse, Ride a Commander Smith. And she's like, what? What is that? And so then I added the part, and our wives say, yeah, Save yeah. a Horse, Ride a Commander Smith. Yeah, you, you have to say <laughs> yeah, that. exactly. Get us in trouble. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Uh, don't worry, we're cousins. Don't worry, we are cousins. Yeah. I was like blanking for a second. I'm like, what do we say next? What is this? <laughs> what, is the, what is the? What uh, is the? It could be like we're on to episode 42 <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, we are killing it, as far as I know. <laughs> we we got we have increased every month for our listeners. Yes, we have. We, <laughs> we beat our last month by three, three. <laughs> downloads. Killing it. Yeah. We're we've had one month where it was kind of it was like a. T- 12 or 15 increase but other than that it has been like hundreds you know it changes each yeah. month and then now this last one was like just three more it's probably because of the sad, sad trot bone that you tossed <laughs> yeah, in last right. week <laughs> well, what kind of happens though is you get a lot like we're not getting as we're getting listeners but not a lot of people going back and listening mm-hmm. to old stuff mm-hmm. so i think that's no. kind of a big all i'm saying it. is i appreciate every <laughs> single person listening out there <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like Larry said, what episode forty two? <laughs> episode forty two. I just I, checked. You can. We're getting a lot of followers. That actually is what's happening. Is Twitter? Uh, I think we've we gained like four between Twitter, YouTube, yes. uh, and Podbean. We've gotten a lot of followers throughout the week. Yeah. Hey, we gain a couple. You're, you have this shit grin on your face. <laughs> I, I see. We get the notifications like, oh yay, another person. <laughs> but. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter like like a normal uh, at Commander Smiths, and then you can email us at Gmail Commander Smiths at Gmail dot com. We do need people. We haven't gotten anybody saying some things. Otherwise, we're just gonna make up our own no, thing. I had, our I had my friend Matt text me. Oh, did he? Yeah. Nice. Okay. He was the one, yeah. I don't... So we have some punishments that we are going to do with our I, video. I had already forgot about this too, so don't <laughs> worry about it. But if if you want to shoot us an email, Twitter, or even a comment on the, this podcast video wherever you're watching listening to it we need we're going to be doing that before the next podcast you're fine don't worry about (laughs) it are you nervous no it's just it's like wheel of lowry punishment at this point (laughs) i need to at least win one box (laughs) opening and i have not so Uh, but yeah so we're going to be doing that before our next podcast even comes out so actually the videos will probably be up before a podcast comes up or they'll be very sounds like work. similar more promises kind of, yeah, no. by Adam. Well, we're gonna have quite a few videos and yeah. we'll talk more about that i think next week when we actually are done doing them but it's big with yeah. ultimate yeah, masters you already sense. know that we're doing one box against each other but there's another how many more will we do exactly though? how many more do we have bum, to open bum.
So if you aren't following us or subscribing on YouTube, you might want to do that because there are going to be at least, I think, two to three videos that Craziness. pop up with that. So, uh, But yeah, what are we doing this week? Uh, so what we decided to do was uh, what we, we, basi- we built decks off of what we're kind of liking and playing in arena, in arena yeah. commander decks. And so uh, I went green, blue merfolk and I, I made a Cumena deck. And I went with uh, Niv-Mizzet. I killed Lowry's Niv-Mizzet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, that fucker's dead. <laughs> I'm taking Niv-Mizzet. Because <laughs> uh, I've been loving the Niv-Mizzet. It's, it's a different way. Well, Lowry built his deck. Uh, I actually really like your deck a lot more than what I built. So <laughs> it, I think yours worked a lot better. But so I went in a different aspect because, you know, I'm not going to do, you know, my pet peeve with counter spells and not just doing a whole crap ton of counter spells and all that. I went a different route with it, and we're going to kind of go through that when we get to that. But we're both yeah. doing – it's a double commander spotlight. Yeah, so – Off of Arena then, Edition. And then we kind of went one-on-one, tested them out a little bit so we can talk about the gameplay right. and the what happened within these. We also tested um, out our camera stuff. Yeah, stuff. so we're, we're kind of moving forward and trying to – uh, figure out how we can record games and then get them on YouTube. Yeah, for so we we got a watch as well. a jib that so we can actually record over getting jibby with it. <laughs> no, 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 it was no, so no, no, stupid. No, no, no. Why did I laugh? I gave you the pity laugh. <laughs> you know, it wasn't pity. <laughs> You're legit stupid. laughing. Stupid. Legit. Because I stared it. you in the eye and <laughs> said it. <laughs> I don't even know where to go after that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so we, we were working that out. We played our commander decks and tested out the recording of that and whatever. So we're going to probably be getting some commander stuff games going in Hopefully the, soon. the near future. Yeah. So, uh, And then what do we finish off with? We finish with our uh, Smith, Smith Specs of the week. Specs of the week. So. Uh-huh. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. We need a new one because I hate that I have to keep going <laughs> to that, like one. that one. I'm like, we need the one where no, you're like Mickey Smith Mouse specs of the week. No, no, no. If we can get Disney to give us a cease and desist order, that I think <laughs> that'd be perfect. amazing. Yeah. yeah. They sit down and We're stop taking something. the likeness of Mickey. <laughs> and I'll be like, you've held on to your <laughs> your trade for way too long. <laughs> give them up. Uh, the, the copyright laws and gotcha. all that stuff. Uh so why don't we should we jump right into it then with our spotlight stuff? And Larry just jumped. It was amazing. It was more like a hop. <laughs> Hop, hop, uh, hop. Do you I want to start with yours or mine? Uh, well, we'll talk about gameplay. Oh, I guess that's the other thing. Let's go yours. We're going to do Commander Spotlight, then we'll do gameplay of how our games went, uh, just one-on-one. So it's a little different. Four players can be very different. I think we'll have to hypothesize how they would go right. in a four-person game as well. And then we'll finish with the Smith spec. Yeah. So, like I said, I guess I'm starting with mine. A Spotlight deck. Uh, you have Niv-Mizzet as your main guy. But, but you also there's oh well, i guess we explain what he does yeah you can read it okay so the, the difficult thing and with him is that it's the three red three blue to come out so it, it's very color specific unlike the other one other niv mizzets where it's two red two blue and a two colorless that's a little bit easier so you got to make sure that you have your your color your land and that that was the point of our oh I was opening a beer. <laughs> Are you already bored with me that we're going to open a beer and drink it right now? <laughs> you weren't even listening to me. Lowry, my eyes are up here. 
Nice. <laughs> that might be really loud. It's like, <laughs> so I yeah, you were like, oh, uh, yeah, it spiked on the meter. You're, you're like an adult in Charlie Brown world. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh, so this one is from Fulton. It is uh, All City Cosmic Stallion. It's a citrus wheat ale. Oh, this is local. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, they're out of St. Paul, Minneapolis, something like that. It says Minneapolis, buddy. Yep. Um, get it straight. Don't fuck those. You know why two you up. get a whole can this time? Because <laughs> I don't like it that much. Oh, really? Nice. Cheers. Not too bad. Nah, it kind of tastes like dish soap to me. Well, I don't taste the dish soap. Yeah, you need a more refined palate. Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too good. It's not. So I'll drink my right Nordies. Okay. Did you choose? Nimbusin. So if you don't know what he does, he's the three red, three blue to come out. Five five. The nice thing is can't be countered, fuckers. Fucking counter spells. He's a flying 5-5. Five five. Whenever you draw a card, Niv-Mizzet deals one damage to any target. And then also, whenever any player casts an instant or sorcery mm-hmm. spell, you also get to draw a card. That's huge. So I've done some kind of tweaking with that. It's more of the whole deck idea is casting a lot of stuff and being able to either wipe out people's shit mm-hmm. or wipe players out entirely. So I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. There's a couple combos that go in. Yep. Not infinite combos because there's an end to it. Like if you have four players, there's, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, sure. and then you also have Niv Miz at the Fire Mine, probably for a little bit of redundancy with right. your commander. Right. So if my commander gets killed a whole bunch of times and I come across this guy, he does the exact same thing in a when way. When it comes to whenever he deals damage, you get to draw, draw a card. Cards. Or whenever you draw a card, he does the time, right. damage. So That's I have happens. two of them in there just because. I'm guessing Niv-Mizzet is going to get killed. I agree. Two, two, three notes to this. Two notes? Well, three. So, in our core cards for Commander, what blue card do we normally have in every blue deck? Cyclonic Rift. That is one. What is the second one that we would have? Uh, Protection. Spellskite. Yeah. Those two are not in the deck. Mm. But you what feel I, good about that? What I did do, even though I hate counter spells. I'm going to start it off with those, too. I did play. I have counter spells in the deck. And the only reason is I'm I'm making it fit the flavor of the deck because it's casting spells. I'm, like, breathing in deeply. That's what that noise is. <laughs> it sounds really bad. <laughs> I um, know. So, but all my counter spells, they actually are doing other multiple things. things. So it's not just... You know, the typical tap two counter target spell. Every single one has a second ability to it. So so you have Is It Charm? Which has three things that you could do. You either do but you're only going to counter spell things. That's You got to pay two for instant or sorcery. Right. I almost did it for drawing the other time when we were playing in our game. But it has the draw cards. It draw also two, has yeah, doing two damage. In there as well, yeah. So you have three things you can choose from there. Uh, you have Commit to Memory, which is a split card from Amonkhet. So it counters, but it goes uh, second on the top for their library, or you can bounce a permanent to the second to top. But the second part of that card, well, I guess I'll talk about that. their hands and libraries and graveyards, and then you're drawing seven, seven cards. new cards. So that'll come in in a little bit. I'll talk more about that when we get to the. And that right the, there is easy to. When you have Niv Mizzet in play, you are drawing eight cards automatically right. with that. That's yeah. not a bad, not a bad thing. Yep. And then the last two... Uh, Mystic Confluence and Cryptic Command. So those all three have three different things to choose from. Well, 
Cryptic Command is two. You but get to you choose have, two of the three, yeah. and then Mystic Confluence is you get three, three of the three. Of the three. And so it, that's counter target spell unless you pay three for the Confluence or return a creature to its owner's hand or draw a card. So it has multiple things where if, uh, if somebody's going crazy and I'm not looking for countering, it's more of. I'm going to bounce their stuff to get, you know, so that we're not all getting overrun. So they have multiple abilities. So that's my kind of thing when I counterspell. I don't but like it's to mostly just, just counterspell. <laughs> you're a fucker. No, they have, they, I will, not a single one is a counterspell or the, it's just a counterspell. Mm. So, but, yeah, most of them. So this is weird. All of them with Niv Mizzet in play would be counter target spell draw card. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's extra. Well, that's my protection because I don't have Spell Skite <laughs> uh-huh. and I am not playing a Cyclonic Rift. You played a Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it felt good. So this is my first deck that does not have uh, Cyclonic Rift in it. That's blue. Uh, and then I would say since I've got Spell Skite, this is the first deck I've built that's blue that doesn't have Spell Skite in it. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> All yeah. right. I mean, I can I can totally see why you would have it in there, but also you need a density of spells in there too. Right. So you got to cut stuff. So the most important card in Lowry's opinion when you're playing a would be locust god yes yeah. <laughs> so i do have locust god because this deck is more running on spells that draw you cards so yeah. locust god is going to work well with it because so if somebody if they're targeting niv mizzet you're still you can still play locust god as like a backup right commander almost. so and i guess that's the the secondary part to this deck is i'm i have a bunch of things that when i cast well, I guess we can talk about that, too. I, th- I think this is an interesting one, and I do actually like it in this deck quite a bit. Um, so Arjun, the Shifting Flame, mm-hmm. which is a 5-5 five, five flyer. And whenever you cast a spell, put uh, the cards in your hand on the bottom of your library in any order, and then draw that many cards. Now, the, the part that I don't like about this in most decks is when you cast a spell, you're, you're slowly just running out of cards basically mm-hmm. but with niv mizzet you're always drawing that, that card, extra one or not always but most of the time you're going to draw another card and, and then, then bin them and then draw that many cards again yeah and so you're not losing the card yeah it always feels like i'm losing cards losing like a, pl- a game plan and tempo with arjun plus you're drawing that many cards and you're doing that much damage with niv yeah mizzet. and it, that i think that's really uh well done put together in that yeah so i had him a bunch in our games and we'll talk about that in a little bit he was in my hand. I never got to cast him. I think in a four-person game, I would have been able to cast him uh, with one-on-one. It's so different because I Lowry was very his, his stuff comes out. It's very cheap, and they were just doing damage. And so I had to kind of try to control Lowry's tempo. Yeah. And so I didn't have time to cast him. But in a big in a four-person game, he definitely would have come out, and I think it would have had enough to make him go crazy. You know, it's more of the setup and everything. So, but thank like, you. <laughs> But we're talking about your deck, though. What what uh, I was kind of saying right before that with uh, Locust God is the other sub part of this deck is making creatures when you cast spells. You know, Locust God is more of when you draw, but a lot of my stuff is drawing. But the other things that I have in there, you can just run through the names uh, quick. So Metallurgic Summonings was from Kaladesh Block. Uh, Murmuring Mystic, which creates 1-1 Flying Birds. Uh, young Pyromancer, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery you get a 1-1 elemental and then docent of perfection will give you 1-1 blue human wizards but then then the interesting thing with that one is 
when you cast when an answer yeah, perfection and him by himself is a five four flying but then when you cast any instants or sorceries you put a one one wizard into play and when then you check it checks to see if you have three wizards if you do he flips and then all your wizards get two plus one and flying yeah and then it still has the ability and niv is a wizard right so there's kind Very. of a little sub-tribe in this where there, there's quite a... F- not a quite a few, but sure. I mean, there's... It's it, ma- a sub-tribe. it makes sense that Wizards is a deal there. Yeah. So, but all what, what Larry read off, all of those, all those other ones are whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery, you're putting in a creature. So I kind of have... That's more of the... With the four-person game, it's probably something I would play earlier in the game. Start casting spells. Don't put Niv-Mizzet out. And actually, that's probably what I would do is build up a meat force of creatures. Meat Meat force. force. (laughs) (laughs) He has never used that term. I've never heard that. (laughs) A meat meat force. I just meant like in bodies in front. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. That's why it's funny. Like, it works. (laughs) I'm going to drink my beer really quick. I wish that was a card. <laughs> meet, meet, meet a force. It's just a bunch of, of dildos <laughs> like just sitting there. Discard uh, one blue card, pay one life, <laughs> put a force of meat in the play. <laughs> oh, okay. So in the big, long... Sca- oh, man. <laughs> in, in the longer games. It's not that funny anymore. No, got, no just got, thinking long and skinny. And got, we're talking about meat, and I didn't mean to go there. I got the giggles. Uh. <laughs> it's like when you're in school, and you, you're trying not to laugh, and then that makes you laugh harder. <laughs> it's not- okay so no, it doesn't go away like that in in the long scheme of things with bigger games these guys come out and they don't look as threatening and you're casting your your instance your sorceries you're drawing you don't you're building a little force up that eventually can run through or at least <laughs> i didn't even say me force. Force. <laughs> so now when we say like force of will you're just gonna laugh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move on from that oh this is the most giggles i've ever seen you you're crying okay so with that kind of in the same line let, let's move away from the you know i'm not even gonna say the word i should have said it while you were drinking a no, beer you shouldn't have. that would have been bad so I have quite a few creatures that when they're in play, they do something when you cast an instant or sorcery. I've just kind of gave you two examples there, but we also have... Um, yeah, so you have Electrostatic Field and Galectrode. And then um, the, you know, the what's the goblin? The Gutter Snipe, that one. which is kind of big right now. And I, I don't know if it's big and standard, but, but it's on Arena. Kind of what I based this deck, or my Arena deck, it is based off of that one mm-hmm. mainly. But um, I like the electrostatic field and gutter snipe where it's just a triggered ability that happens when you cast it it just you don't have to tap anything the nice thing about the what is it geoelectrode 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 um the nice thing is that you can target certain things but it won't happen your first turn it comes into play because it'll have summoning sickness all that but you can tap it to target a bunch of stuff which is always nice so i have those in there i have quite i think i have five or six different creatures that when i cast something 
it hits the whole board or I can target things and pick them off. Yeah. Especially those little um, cards that people are building up their meat for. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't even get it out. <laughs> We're not even going to be able to do this podcast. You're just going to laugh the whole time. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to just start yelling it when you're doing yours. I'm just going to go meet for us. Oh, I got to find a card now. You know that this this episode is just going to be titled Meat for us. I got to add in the... Uh... I'm going to add in the card that allows me to have a meat force. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to keep moving on while Larry giggles. Uh, then my next line of there's like five or six cards of these. It's cards that have. Uh, do you want to read them or are you looking for a card? They're no. cards that have basically they get a bonus. Their power and Hello? Tough, toughness. What? Bonus? Adele. Adele. Oh, yeah. The, the cinder went. Now, the cool thing is what we had talked about before. Is her bonus yeah. comes from it gives it to all wizards. So again, you're giving a bonus pumping up. Yeah. So when you, it has whenever you cast an insert or sorcery, wizard you control get one plus one until end of turn. And then you have Spellheart Chimera here, which gets uh, uh, as many instants and sorceries in your graveyard. That is its power and its three toughness, flying and trample for three. That's a good deal in a, a spell slinging deck. And you have the other drakes that are in there as well. They yeah. have and the Enigma same Drake thing. And ca- crackling? Crackling Drake. Crackling yep. Drake. So we have those. So I have about five, I think five or six of those. So each one of those sets. So either making the meat force or... I you, kept it together there. <laughs> I kept it together. The meat force, the surround damage, and the creatures that get bonuses, like they're, they're stronger because of it. Oh, man. I was crying. <laughs> I have about five to six of each of those. So kind of like a nice little split among those. Um, but then you have your kind of your, not game winners, but your shuffle effects or yeah, your I draw mean, effects. Your, I mean, Big the wheel effects. Uh, yeah. You have Wheel of Fortune here and Windfall, which are both uh, crazy. The only thing, the, the crappy thing about what uh, both of these are like, you draw a card off the spell and you're automatically discarding, discarding them. Discarding right And then you're drawing. Right. Well, but that could also help you. Like, if you're the guy with the most in Windfall, everybody gets to draw one more land. You're, you're drawing an extra card. Yeah. So. So then uh, a couple of the one-drop spells. Uh, uh, you got to have those in there. So Basics and they're, they're good glue. Brainstorm and Preordain. Yeah. There's, I think I have about seven. What did you, you counted six you, you, eight, had, you had eight, eight total that were under of, two. Under two, yeah. He had Isochron Scepter in there. I we took that out, to yeah. yeah. So we took that out. Um, and then the other main thing that I have in here is flashback and things that recursion from your graveyard spells. What? You're playing recursion in <laughs> <Yeah>. your graveyard? <laughs> it's so weird. Counter spells and recursion. <laughs> so you have a, a retrace card, which is you get to discard a land, and then you get to cast the spell. So Ona's Grace draws you a card. Which is really sweet. I like that the most because you can just keep doing it. You discard a land and you know keep casting. Or these other ones, once you cast them again, they're exiled. But why don't you just do <clears throat> yeah. one of each of the kinds so that So you have, have Deep Analysis, which is flashback yeah so that you can cast from your graveyard but then it gets exiled and then you're drawing two cards off of right i I do really like deep analysis as a card yep uh cackling counterpart uh chemist's insight as a jumpstart card that'll draw you two cards oh and the other one is quasi duplicate which i didn't put in that package but quasi duplicate 
I'm surprised you're not talking about that one. Well, yeah, that's why I just remembered I didn't get through it. But Quasi Duplicate makes a token copy of yours. Kind of the a same creature. thing as the the Cackling Counterpart. I think it's better than Cackling Counterpart Agreed. because Cackling Agreed. Counterpart costs so much for their flashback. All right. So then the last little bit of this is I have two Planeswalkers. And I'll just say these. I have the new Rel. Is it uh, Viserie? Viceroy. Viceroy. And then you have Jace the Mind Sculptor. Both of them benefit off of drawing cards, casting spells. So those two are in there. Did not get to cast either of them in our games. No, uh, and then the game winners. The, this is your meat and potatoes of the game. That's why we have three of them in here to win the game. And then, <laughs> uh, So the first one, uh, probably put that at the end. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so this is kind of like a little bit of a combo part, but Curiosity, which is an aura that uh, draws you a card whenever that creature deals damage. Uh, Fiddy and I, which is basically same thing, the same thing. Same thing, but it thing. has flash, so you can put it on... At instant mm-hmm. speed. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and then Tandem Lookout, which has the same ability, but it's a soul bond thing with another creature. So the point of that is you get that on Niv-Mizzet, and you cast <clears throat> or draw one card, cast one spell, or draw one card, or somebody else casts an instant, or I should say, you cast an instant or a sorcery, or an opponent casts an instant of the sorcery, it starts. And you can start drawing as many cards as it's, you can. Yeah, so how it works is you're dealing a damage with Niv-Mizzet and with Ophidian Eye in play. You get to draw a card because you dealt the damage with them. And when you draw a card, you're dealing a damage. So it's going back and forth. Right, back. and it works with both Niv-Mizzet. So that's kind of the that's point why of why the I have both. Is there. The, the, yep. yeah. So you have three cards that do that. And... In a four-person game, and Larry kind of brought this up when I was, like, discussing, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, we, we kind of talk back and forth of deck stuff, like what we're building and what the idea is. He's like, well, you can kill one person. I was like, oh, why not? I can go through my whole deck. He's like, well, 40 life, 40 life, it, depending, you know, what everybody's life is at that time. Sure, but yeah. most likely, you're dealing 30, 3, 6, 9. Well, you're how far into the game? Yeah, you don't you're have already, that many you've cards. already drawn cards and stuff like that. So... What the idea is, I threw in Lab Maniac, Laboratory Maniac, which I've never played with the card, and this kind of works out perfect. If you have enough land to do it, like if you have four sitting there, you draw out your deck, play him, and then just cast one spell that costs one, which you will have because you've drawn your whole deck. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the combo piece to this. I never got to do that with Lowry because it's one-on-one. I what yeah you're gonna kill me did that one yeah, game you, you turn six killed me and so I game. I could just draw forty cards and Larry was dead so but with multiple players I would have had to go with Laboratory Maniac so that's your alt win and that's actually kind of the win you go for in the game is to try to in a way combo to get Laboratory Maniac so that's why this deck is actually going to be called Niv Mizzet Man Niv Mizzet Maniac. So it's a pretty sweet name, right? Crazy. Or, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. You should scrap the entire <laughs> no, name. No, the name, you're all right. It is, what is it? Niv-Mizzet Meat Force. There we go. <laughs> Niv-Mizzet Meat Force. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I, I'm going to cut out that whole the part that I just The Meat Force <laughs> of Niv-Mizzet. <laughs> You know uh, he has a big meat force. Well, he is pretty. It's a dragon. They I got know. some big ones. I know. You know. I know he's a dragon. <laughs> I don't know about that big meat force, but all right. So that's that's the deck in a nutshell. So it's basically 
draw yeah. cards, cast spells, and do damage to the face and make lots of meat forces. So, what <laughs> what do we got for you, Lowry? A spotlight deck. I've definitely calmed down. It's still funny, the giggles though. aren't there. Yeah, no, it's. I have very good control. Bodily control. Uh, okay, so Kumena is a green blue legend from uh, Rival or Ixalan block. Uh, it's a 2 4. Uh, you can, so you can tap another untapped Merfolk you control, and Kumena, Tyrant of or, or Azka, can't be blocked this turn. Or you can three, or you can tap three untapped Merfolk you control to draw a card. Or you can tap five on tap Merfolk you control to put one one counter on each Merfolk you control. So this has a lot of tapping ability. Right. And kind of when Adam and I came up with this, I was like, you know what? I've really been unhappy with my Esfrid deck. And this is right up the alley of like tapping and untapping stuff as well. So I, I, I went kind of more, I kind of stole from Estrid uh, enchantments and just built a Merfolk a deck tribal that you deck were, with this. <clears throat> you were happy with. Yeah, I'm much more happy yeah. with this. this like, it doesn't feel really super well. clunky. It doesn't feel like I'm drawing half my deck that doesn't work with the other half. Mm-hmm. And and so this just feels a lot better. The abilities on... And I love playing her in uh, Arena. Just It's freaking ridiculous, you know? Like, you yeah. can make... There's three different abilities by making them unblockable, by drawing cards, and by pumping your and, stuff, you know? And you can go a lot of different ways with this deck as well. Like, um, it, you could build up and just Voltron Kumena and make her as big as possible because mm-hmm. you can make it so that she doesn't, she can't be blocked. Mm-hmm. Or he, it, it's well, a merfolk. And the thing is, is what in our games, I mean, she was doing damage. We got me, what, 11 commander damage with her with mm-hmm. like three swings? It was casual, yeah. casually killing you. Right. So, um, yeah, it just, <clears throat> it feels pretty powerful. Like, it can come out of the gate really quick. And some of the games that it did, you had trouble dealing with it. Like, you were just like, oh, man, I got to end. Oh, yeah, the, end the game stuff. The yeah. game that we, we'll get to that. Yeah. That one game was really sweet. And so, just, you know, yeah, I have 38 land, but this is probably the most unique. Mutavolt. Nice. That's the, gives you one colorless, but you can tap one, it becomes a 2-2 creature with all creature types until end of turn. It's, it's still a land. Changeling. And yeah. so that's a really cheap merfolk. Yeah. And it gives you mana style, in the same point. Yeah. yeah, it can give me mana, and it's just... It's the best man land you can have in this deck because it can be a merfolk for you. Um, gonna, I'm gonna have uh, kind of Adam run through some of the important merfolk. There's the probably the biggest theme is something like Master of the Pearl Trident, which gives all other, other merfolk. merfolk you control one plus one and have <clears throat> Island Walk, which worked well against me because I had islands. Yeah, and so merfolk <clears throat> have a ton of lords like that. And so I kind of went with that route. I just went with a lot of lords. Did you do Lord of Atlantis? Yes, it nice. is. It is in my deck. Yeah, sweet. So you did do all the. <clears throat> Uh, so then you have, gosh, it's funny cause we're both talking about spec cards that I have, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but Tatiova, uh, what is it? Benethic uh, Druid? Benethic. Benethic Druid. This yeah. is freaking sweet. I love this card. It's whenever you play whenever a land, you, you draw get to, a card and gain a life. It's great card draw in a commander deck. And your Chameleon Colossus, that bad boy came it's out and scary, did some damage. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted, cause so what that is, it's a four, four changeling, which makes it a merfolk, but you can pay two green, two colorless to double its power and toughness 
and with all the lords, it can become a fifteen fifteen, or probably not because math. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it can it can easily be an eight eight, and then you double it up to sixteen sixteen yeah. for four. Yeah, you were swinging in hard with that, and then the protection from black helps out a lot. This one you did uh, the very first yeah, game. Thought of Adele. Um, that's a two two island walk, and then you can steal artifacts out of your opponents. Uh, library that can help you a ton true name nemesis finally a nice little spot for true name <laughs> it that's is the a first merfolk. time we had uh that's what i yeah. thought was interesting i was like why does he have that oh it has merfolk so it's a merfolk yeah. it's basically unblockable to one person protection uh, from everything block. from that yeah. person then you got Wanderwine Prophets, which uh, if it deals damage, you may sacrifice a Merfolk if you do take an extra turn after this one. Yeah, so that's like if you're able to continue on, you might be able to just get a ton in there with the Island Walk mm-hmm. abilities in there. And then Surge Spanner, which is a nice bounce spell. So if you can, if it becomes tapped, you may tap two if you do return target permanent to its owner's hand. So that's really nice because then you can use it with your commander because you're tapping to draw cards or tapping to put counters on exactly. it. Exactly. You can consistently be able to tap Bounce Surge Spanner so you don't have to worry and about tap it a permanent. Attacking. And also it's a permanent. Right. So and you're so, targeting anything on there. So yeah. that's nice. It's it, Yeah, you're able to deal with anything. And then Empress, was it Galena? Oh, Galena. Empress Galena. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I said Empress. <laughs> <laughs> it is Empress. Empress. <laughs> this, this card might get you hated out in a, a deck be- or in a game because... Yeah, the gain <laughs> control of target legend or legendary permanent. Tap so. two and tap it to do that. Yeah, that's a merfolk, and you can steal other people's legends, and they won't be They'll happy with you. they yeah. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that is a deal right there. But yeah, those are kind of like the non lord ish merfolk the thing is like this one's I, kind of the lord though yeah yeah well You're, i was just representing okay it there. yeah gotcha uh so you have uh i think i have somewhere in between 25 and 30 merfolk i feel like it's not enough um really you think yeah, you need more yeah well like in some of the games we ran into i just didn't have merfolk and so like i feel like i i Maybe I need to mess with the draw a little bit more, like draw spells. But you also got to remember it was one on one, and yeah, yeah. you're going against a pretty much a direct damage deck, so I was able to wipe things. But you still like even the, <clears throat> like I said, we'll talk about that in a bit. Even the game you had trouble like getting your stuff out. Once you started drawing, you were able to drop down. I was impressed that you got back in that game because I mean. <laughs> He used a cyclonic rift so freaking early in the game because he just needed me to slow down. Yeah, he and had a lot of ramp going on, and you're going to play Niv Mizzet the next turn. I was like, ah, then it saved it two more turns. Yeah, two more turns. So, um, but what's our next package? Uh, next next package is going to be the Untappers. I have about six total in here, but these are more like unique ones. So, Marrow Commerce, which is at the end of your turn, untap all Merfolk, which is a must-have. The nice thing is it is also a Merfolk spell. Because yeah, it is an enchantment, but it's a tribal enchantment, so they haven't done that since then. And they won't. They, yeah. they said it was a mistake. Yeah. And then you have Quest for Renewal, which is whenever a creature control becomes tapped, you may put a quest counter on it. As long as there are four or more counters on it, untap all creatures you control during each other player's untap phase. And then you have Intruder Alarm, which creatures don't untap. 
but when a creature comes into play, untap all creatures. Yeah, and so the thing that uh, I, I kind of talked about... about to do a douchey move here. No, no, no. Uh, so <laughs> in, with Intruder Alarm, I, I know I talked about this with Astrid before I took it out of that deck, but this, I think it works a lot better in this deck. If somebody has a spell that comes into like multiple creatures at a time, that triggers multiple times. And so if you have enough to like draw a card with Humana, yeah. you could do it three, four times and still have your creatures untapped. And you sh- you know, you know, should be able to play enough creatures that allow you to tap and untap Kimena a couple times, even on your own turn. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of cool. I think it allows people to be a bit more aggressive as well because they're like, well, I'm going to, I can attack. And if you play a creature, I get everything back. Right. Or if you attack, you can play a creature afterward and untap everything. Um, I, I think there's a lot of different ways to play with Intruder Alarm, and yeah. I really like it. So, and on, on tapping again, there's two cards here that so are savor the moment, it. which is one and two blue. It's a sorcery. Take an extra turn after this one. Skip your untap step uh, of that turn. It's, it's a really cheap extra turn spell. And then that with uh, one of the most old school douchey cards. Yeah, Stasis. One colorless, one blue. It's an enchantment. Each player skips their untapped step. <laughs> and during your upkeep, you may pay one or bury it. Guess who played this when we played? Fucker. Well, no, I did because <laughs> it's in my deck. Yeah. But. Was it even? Was it the same game? Cyclonic rifting and into that? No, it wasn't. Was it? or it was? Been, I think it, it was <laughs> cyclonic rift. You backed me up, and then I was trying to get my stuff out, and then you played that, and it just. Mm, I think it was the other way around. No, 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 no. I don't think it was a Cyclone. No, my, yeah, it was game. two different games. So, but with this, if if you have Seedborn Muse in play, like this just locks everybody else yeah, out. Yeah, and you you're able much. to play. They just quit and they hate you. <laughs> yeah, deal with it. Larry loves being hated, but, but on like love hate. I will. We'll talk about how I used it in the game, and that I think it was a fairly fair way of playing it as mm-hmm. well. I was um, worried that something was about to happen where it wasn't going to be. But then I kept drawing land, so it actually was working out. And then you're like, all right, I'll, I'll let it go. But these are just random cards. Yeah, that this I, I one. Like it. So should we talk about this one? Yeah, yeah. Like, talk about what happened? Um, No. Not yet? There's a yeah. thing that happened with Dissipation Field when we played our game that we will talk about when we get to that. It was the last game we played. But what this does, it's an enchantment two and two blue. Whenever a permit deals damage to you, return it to owner's hand. So if anybody's hitting you for damage, uh, that, it's that going back to their hand. That is going back to their hand. Then, hey, you found a way to use Harvest Season. I like this card. It is a green, two colorless search your library for X basic lands, where X is the number of tap creatures you control, and then put those into the battlefield tap. So and, that works yeah, perfect. Yeah, so the point, if you have your like something that's going to untap, or if you're being aggressive with your attackers, just, you know, if, if you attack with even two creatures and have those tapped and cast this afterward. Right. That's a pretty I solid. Really like that card. A lot. Um, way to go about it. You know, I'm putting two lands into play tapped, but if you have three, four, five, like that just gets you going crazy. And it, so, uh, and then you have Harold Horn, which is, you get to choose a creature type. It's an uh, artifact and it's three to come out creature spells of that chosen type or one less and then at the beginning of your upkeep you reveal the top or you look at the top card if it is a merfolk or whatever you call merfolk you get to put that in reveal it put it in your hand and then you still get the draw so yeah it, is it almost uh, so it's a, a nice draw. little draw and it's just one of those uh tribal cards that you really want to have in your decks and then your last one is sea hunter and it's basically a merfolk tutor creature so you can 
It's two and two blue. It's a two, two, tap three, tap it, search for a merfolk card and put that card into play, then shuffle your library. It's better than a tutor because it goes directly into play. Yeah, and there's a couple of uh, merfolk that I didn't talk about that go really good with this. Like, there's Ixalan Tishana. When it comes into play, draw cards for the amount of creatures that you control. And its power toughness is equal to the cards that are in your hand. And your uh, hand size is unlimited. So, like... You just cheat a seven-mana merfolk from your library into play. Cheater! And it's pretty nice. Or Tishana, even, is good enough to go and get yeah. if you don't have enough creatures in play. So uh, that's a pretty cool card. Uh, just two tribal draw cards. So you have Distant Melody, which is three and one blue sorcery. Choose a creature type. Draw a card for each permanent you control of that type. So merfolk. Merfolk. And then one from the commander set two years ago, Kindred Discovery, three and two blue. This is a very good card. Enchantment. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Whenever a creature you control of the chosen type enters the battlefield or attacks, draw a card. Yeah, and the the sad thing is, is that was in the dragon deck. And that yeah. should have definitely... Because it has a merfolk on yeah. <laughs> It's like, hey, use this with merfolk because that'd be great. Right. But we're going to put this in the dragon deck. Yeah, no, that's so. definitely a really good card because it, it, it's multiple. So you can cast your creatures and draw for the attacking with your creatures and you're making your dude unblockable mm-hmm. this one is pretty sweet i like this card too deep root waters it's two and one blue enchantment whenever you cast a merfolk you get a one one blue merfolk that has hex proof you know there's not a ton of merfolk meat forces so <laughs> that was it's not as funny it's not as funny right now we don't have it? the giggles we need the giggles back that was that's right. the best part i might i got my meat force in that's not a gross nice <laughs> I feel like uh, I just got lucky. And then uh, the protection package. Uh, you played this when we played Steeler Resolve. You get to choose a creature type, and creature of the chosen type can't be targeted of spells or abilities. Bubble Matrix makes it so all damage to creatures is reduced to zero. Yeah, so that allows you to like be able to block with your small merfolk or just any merfolk, and they're not going to die. They're not going to kill anything either, but... Um, yeah, it's it's kind of nice if you're ahead on creatures. And then you have Inspiring Call, which is two and a green instant draw card for each creature you control with a 1-1 counter on it. Those creatures are indestructible until end of turn. And then your last one is a Chroma's Memorial, and that is a legendary artifact. Creatures you control have Flying, First Strike, Vigilance, Trample, Haste, and Protection from Black and red yeah so you have a ton of creatures out like you said you already have 20 what 20 25 to 30 merfolk. so you're creature heavy and then you just make it so they can't pretty much be blocked in a way you know in they a have way. yeah but you're also like and, having the vigilance is nice because then right. you're able to tap in the middle of combat or at the end of somebody's turn before yours i think it'd be it, better it if it had a, lifelink in there yeah <laughs> you want all of the abilities yeah. i'm pretty sure that's, that's what case. it should say all of the abilities <laughs> <laughs> so rampage phasing yes <laughs> well, that's pretty sweet banding i want banding yeah banding back so overall how do we should we talk about how everything went it went brutal for me but <laughs> uh i think it would have been a little different if we were in a four person yeah game. so i think in four person game niv mizzet gets stretched a little bit because one damage is mm. only so much um but that that's the thing is I would have played it a lot different if it yeah. was four person because what I was having like Lowry came out every single time came out pretty strong and so I was having to try to beat back his stuff by killing it by getting Niv Mizzet out 
having it survive and then on my turn just going cast this cast this cast this kill that kill 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 yeah you would have to do a lot of work to get rid of my board but once my board was gone I then was it was kind of game over at that point but if it was in a four-person game i probably niv mizzet would be he wouldn't be coming out until I'm able to play him and cast something almost immediately. So mm-hmm. it'd be later, and I'd try to. So it's a completely different play. So I might be, yeah, I might be at a different place, but at the same time, like uh, I'll admit, like this deck kind of forces you to maybe overcommit if you don't have that draw going. Like there are certain things that you really need going with Kumena. Like you need at least something to help protect your Merfolk. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have that, you're kind of just opening yourself up. You need enough merfolk to be able to tap. You need at least three, but it's nice to have five to put the one one counters on there. Um, and then having untappers is really important. And so there, there are definitely pieces that need to be together. And if they're not, you're in a lot of trouble. But once, okay. So should we kind of go through the games so we can kind of, cause sure. different things happen every time. Yeah. So game one. You got your, what was it, the... Colossus? Nope, the Island Walk guy out. Oh, yeah. Um, God dang it. The one we just talked about. When it deals damage to a player, it has Island Walk. Uh, you get to search through their their library, your library, and take an artifact from that. And you may cast it that turn. And if you don't, it gets exiled. So that one went quick because by turn six, uh, turn five, I got... Um, Niv Mizzet out, right? Turn five. Yeah, turn five got Niv Mizzet out. Turn then it six. went around to my turn, and then I killed Lowry yep. uh, with the combo that we were talking about. Yeah, it was Tandem Lookout, and then you just Cast draw a card, spell. deal a damage, then you're able to draw another card, deal another damage, and it just kind of cycled like that. And with me only in play, I could direct you, you it just all at are him. able to kill me. Yeah. And so that that is a big thing. But if you're in a four-person you can't be that aggressive because right. people go, oh, you could just kill me at any time. I got to stop that. Right. Um, and you can't kill everybody yeah. unless you're going for the combo. You have enough mana. Like it, it's kind of a little bit of a perfect storm. Right. At that point. So that game went quick. And then we went into game two. And then that's when the Colossus, the shapeshifter or changeling came out. Yeah. And that, that card feels really powerful like it's just it's the biggest it's one of the biggest uh merfolk that you're gonna have mm-hmm. but like uh what did i do turn three i played the uh um host the horn that reduces the cost well and you had the other guy out that reduced it as well you had two guys that got yeah it. you yep. had you had your merfolk that stone island walk banneret yeah. and so i was able to go like turn four i went with the colossus and then i, I played uh I think it was Thada Adele again. Mm-hmm. And then it was... And then, oh, no, no. You didn't do the Island Walk taking my stuff again. Is that what you were thinking? I, no, you didn't have... You only it was, did that, it was that a two-blue and a colorless, right. but I, I was able to throw it Wasn't down Wasn't it the bunch. draw guy? Oh, no. Yeah, it was just Kumena. I think the, I just played Kumena. Um, but then that, that gave me... Turn four, three creatures out, draw, and then I just kind of started rolling because I had that draw engine really quick. So then, then his last... The two turns before the win, he played his creatures with counters on it could not be blocked. And I was down low enough life where I was like, okay, I need to kill you now. And he was at 29? No. 29 life. It was 29 life, yeah. And I got him by playing spells to three. three. 
<laughs> but then I was dead because then he had the Colossus and that I was at like 11 or something like that and yeah. just wiped me out with that. But yeah, it was crazy because I was like, I have to kill you now. Spell, 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 spell. Trying to figure out it how was to impressive. get it. Got yeah, down quasi-duplicate, copied um, the red-blue mage, right. that 1-3 flyer that has prowess. Yeah, and so then I was casting spells, trying to draw doing the damage to the face and it was just too little it's gonna be impressive you also had true name nemesis that game yeah that's what i it was just hitting me too yeah Yeah. you had that at turn three so you couldn't target that you didn't have quite enough to be able to like kill off the colossus Mm -hmm. um no no you had had yeah i was gonna say you had protection because i could otherwise that would have been killing them yeah but not true name true name i couldn't target but yeah you gave them all shroud so uh so then that was pretty that was a, that was a solid game though. That, that was fun that was where I, like, I got down. out i got out pretty quick and you still almost killed me and so that was scary <laughs> then we played what two three more three more three-ish more games three or four more games actually and so and it really, definitely it definitely felt like if i got out and i needed to be able to uh I just Niv Mizzet coming down and you being able to play a couple spells really yeah. like with Merfolk, they're just too small, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of felt like uh, you were able to easily kind of pick on them a little bit. And there was one game where you were trying to be aggressive to get rid of my Niv Mizzet, so you didn't play Bubble Matrix, which Bubble Matrix would have prevented all the yeah, damage. Yeah, I, I did definitely misplay, and that's and I wouldn't I say it was necessary. you were you were trying to get it so that you could bounce my Niv Mizzet out yeah. of my. You know, I cast Surge Spanner without the mana, and then he was able to cast enough uh, to wipe spells to basically wipe everything. And I had I had five Merfolk out; they all had the one one counter on it. He's still able to kill everything, but maybe you know he was able to kill three of my mm-hmm. creatures. And then we ran across our last How the Games Ended. Yeah. Uh, so we came across, Lowry had out, what was it? The one card we went through that we Dissipation talked about. Dissipation Field. Dissipation Field. So anytime that my stuff, and I had out the... Gutter Snipe. Gutter Snipe. I had Niv-Mizzet. I had everything, and I had the, the Soul Bound locked with Niv-Mizzet so that I could keep hitting Lowry for damage. But what we were trying to figure out is, like, when does my Niv-Mizzet bounce? And we kind of... We actually did an Ask a Judge, and I'll tweet out that photo. I took a screenshot of okay. what we actually concluded. Uh, we kind of packed up because it took a little bit to figure it out, and we wanted to get to the podcast. But originally we were thinking that Niv-Mizzet would keep stacking, and I'd be able to keep drawing, and then Lowry would die. That isn't the case. What would actually happen is once the damage goes through, it also triggers off of... The, the dissipation, dissipation field. field and at that point is when niv mizzet would bounce unless i cast another instant that is to, get, uh, to go, to go on, on top, top of, of that and then that would trigger but then it's only that once the damage goes through it bounces and then resolves all the other stuff below yeah. that so that's where we were kind of like how does that work because then i could keep stacking and all that but no the once the first one goes through the niv mizzet is gone and unless yeah. i can ca- cast an infinite amount of spells which you couldn't. Yeah. But so that that game would have been a lot longer. I think Lowry might have had the upper hand with that because because it, I I had just cast uh, Cyclonic Rift at that point, right. and then you had cast oh yeah in response on top to of you, that. Yeah. And so there was a couple of different triggers where you would have dealt me damage, but we were both in our twenties, right? Um, 
And so, and, and I, you didn't, had a, I didn't have aggressive enough to end the game. You had three creatures either. out. Your yeah. commander, uh, one of the guys, I turned your thing into a 2 2, and yeah. something else, another merfolk. Yeah. So, so I think it would have gone towards Lowry, but it would have been you, you another. You definitely would have been able to come back at that point. So, But the dissipation it, field really, that, it slowed that was hard. Down over <laughs> like, time to go around. Now, dissipation field is a really kind of cool card, and I feel like it's maybe underused a little bit but i also feel like it could really backfire if you have like something um, that does damage when it comes in and you yeah. can keep casting it they're like inferno titan deal you damage bounce it back <laughs> yeah but it's still six re- mana to do it again but then you replay it and deal <laughs> yeah. three more damage yeah. <laughs> and, or if you have if you i just think have it's pretty good though i mean that's yeah. a good deterrent from people to attack you and you know they want to they got to kill you in order to not get their shit bounced. Unless it's something like... I, I can see it if it's like, when it comes into play, draw a card. So if they're attacking you, yeah. bouncing their like thing. Like Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah, right. Like being able to... Uh, Go just, search for a land. Just get that in. and Yeah. But, so yeah, I, I think it could backfire, but... I think, I think it should scare people of, yeah. enough. Like they're not going to ping me. Like Niv Mizzet isn't. That's gonna, what sucked. Yeah. I had two no, things that no I was like, damage. God damn it! I can't even cast a spell because <laughs> a sorcerer instant. Because I'm going to get these fuckers bounced to my hand, and then you're like, Ah, I'll just make you do it. Cyclonic Rift, <laughs> bastard. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the games are good. I just we I want to test it out with four people. You know. Yeah, I, I think another thing that could be a backfiring on the Merfolk deck is like. If I have a lot of merfolk, people look at that as like you have a lot of permanents out. You're scary, and then they just start picking off the merfolk, and like that 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 could also really backfire. And like I was saying, it kind of overextends because it kind of forces you to have merfolk out there. Mm-hmm. So you need that protection. That's why bubble matrix is important and inspiring call and stuff like that. Being able to protect them is really important. Yeah. No, I can so. see that because you're, you're like you're saying you have a, a board presence by having a ton of meat. Yeah, and one thing that I really soldiers. I noticed with God, I, uh, I don't know, I forgot what the word meat force <laughs> meat force meat force. <laughs> uh, the uh, the the thing that I noticed with your deck with Nim is it like versus what mine was like? I felt like you were consistently able to get it out like turn five six or seven like no real problem there and that kind of goes in with what we talked about with our core cards for commander land i mean if you can stack your stuff right not stack it but you know what i'm saying like you have the tools for your land that actually all your lands work together and you have enough like soul rings kind of thing yeah, yeah. um mono rocks mono rocks all right uh if you have enough of those in your deck I think I only have five or six, but I'm drawing so much that I get to them, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was pretty... Once I had six, I pretty much had them cast out every single time. Uh, There was one land I decided I was going to switch out, that dragon spirit, whatever freaking Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't like that one. It helped. It was like perfect for that situation, (laughs) but it, it just... When you have to tap mana to charge counters on things... I guess it's good in commander long games, but really you don't want to be chart like you want to utilize your mana as much as possible and to be tapping to give your yeah battery land it kind of sucks. So that was one thing I knew I wanted to change out. We did I think I did two changeouts. I did not have senseis in there originally, and I did add senseis, and now I'm using mission briefing, so I have a little bit more 
uh, flashback ability from my graveyard for cards yeah. that don't have it. And I and I played with Meekstone and I yeah. took it out. Like, <laughs> I just have too many lords that pump stuff, and um, I was like, oh, I have enough. I have like six things that on tap, like Seaborn Muse, Murphy mm. Liege, and I was and just see- like, if I if I don't have it, like. It's just bad. It's, I played so. uh, Cryptic Command there and did not counter anything. I tapped your you shit down. To, though. Yeah. <laughs> I tapped your shit down because you had Meek Stone out and they <laughs> yeah. would not untap. And then I drew, drew a card. See? It was solid. Yeah. It was a solid play. It sucked. <laughs> and so I was just like, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah. And like, okay, yeah. So that's uh, one thing we should talk about too, Stasis. I played Stasis in one of the games. And all I did was basically just like we we – I think I had two blue mana untapped and mm-hmm. we just kind of just kept on playing lands and it slowed everything down so that I was just like, this allows me to play lands and have enough before Niv-Mizzet gets into play. And then I'm able to play a bunch of spells yeah. before that. And so you can, you can play it as a, not necessarily a, a stall piece, until you a stall yeah. until there's everybody has enough land, but it has that potential to be yeah, really good with your seaborn muse yep. yeah and even if i don't have seaborn muse into play i still get a couple of turns where uh like if uh, meryl commerce is in play i'm still able to attack my with my creatures because they're being untapped and mm-hmm. stuff like that Torres others might not be like you play it at the opportune time what about like using are, there's a few merfolk that tap for land and being able to use that with intruder alarm, that's just too many pieces. But you know what I'm saying? Because then yeah. you could keep tapping them. Tap, 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 root. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, those those ones aren't really like, they're yeah, like there ones isn't a lot. and O2s yeah. or whatever. That's a little. So I, I feel like. They, no, I think how you, I like how yours is built. I have Kira's follower in there that untaps any permanent. Mm-hmm. And so I do like that card as a general card that just goes into. Decks that the I really have. cool thing, like thinking back to it, I, w- I wish you would have been able to get it out. But Wanderwine is going to be really good because you're making your commander unblockable, and then you just it sacrifice any Merfolk, right? It's mm-hmm. not that Merfolk that does damage. Well, but Wanderwine profits has to deal the. Damage. Oh, it's Ma- Wanderwine. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of Merfolk. I was yeah, going to say, no, oh, that'd be sweet. But you can still like you're still able to get a ton of damage in sacrifice, right? Uh, any hopefully have a bunch of Merfolk out there, and then you're able to continue on and probably beat one or two players out there so yeah Yeah, we'll be interesting to test this out we won't be able to do it for a few weeks but we got some uh, ultimate masters coming so uh should we move into our (laughs) (laughs) smith specs of the week guys (laughs) all right yeah we could totally do that all right Lowry, why don't you start us off? What's your first one? Uh, so one that I think is a little bit underpriced is Angel of the Dire Hour. This is from Commander 2014. Uh, it's sitting around four four fifty right now. Uh, but what it does is a uh, five four flying flash. Uh, when it enters the battlefield and you cast it, uh, all attacking creatures are exiled. And every time I've seen that this card played. Like, it just ends the game. Yeah. Somebody just goes, well, like, I just lost all of my creatures. And you're kind of uh, going after this because of a certain card that's being used in standard, right? I mean, that Settle the Wreckage it? is a really, really good, good card. card. It's yeah, funny when you get we, a bunch of land off of it. When we first saw that card spoiled, they're like, ah, that kind of sucks. You're giving land. land. But it's like, it's so good. Yeah. 
and so even commander it's good an instant kill spell like that is ridiculous and so with this one i think it gives you a little bit more of uh power and you're not giving them the land Mm -hmm. for them to potentially come back depends on where they're at but um this card is um a really powerful card and this is one i think that we missed from core cards from commander as well so yeah it's a good yeah because it's one-sided it's, good it's not going against your shit it's only going against other people's yeah. shit and you get a five four flyer out of it too so, so. all right uh my first card and you, there's only regulars because it is only from commander by yep. the way uh my first card and i kind of talked about it earlier is quasi duplicate and i'm looking at the foils uh there's a couple reasons for this one the jumpstart mechanic is really freaking good. I yeah, like it so much I better totally than flashback because you dump your land or whatever crappy thing well, you flashback don't... tends to be pretty overcosted, right. and this is just discarding a land, yeah, or, it, or discarding a card, card from yeah. your hand. It's pretty ridiculous. So I picked up actually quite a few of these because not only arena but also building this deck. I was like, God, this card, it's cheap for what it is, but there's also a secondary reason why you got to look at stuff like this. Watch what. Whenever Saffron Olive is from MTG from, Goldfish, from Goldfish, if he's going off on cards, people tend to gravitate towards those, and he has that power. <laughs> but he can make Whoa, a card yeah. if he plays with it enough and he likes it enough. He can make uh, another. He's like a secondary market in a way. He can make a card jump mm-hmm. if one of his decks does totally. well, or if he. Plays if with he it keeps quite on a bit. wanting, yeah, and so this is one of them where he's made. He's already made two cards with like two decks, this, two decks with this, and you know the question that you see in the the hive mind underneath is like, is this his new panharmonica? Yeah, well, he, he states loves it. that deck. He and states he, this. He does it too. Yeah, his Twitter stuff. He'll say that this is his panharmonicon. And I can, I can, out he likes it a lot, and I. I can agree. It it's really quite powerful. Yeah, for three to make a copy of a token of a creature yeah. or a, a, and so in in arena, I, I've seen it where it's just like, uh, was it the chubacabra where when it comes into play, destroy a creature. So mm-hmm. they do chubacabra. Next turn, quasi duplicate. Next turn, jumpstart quasi duplicate. Yeah, and then and you're just like, like I don't have any more creatures. Yeah, exactly. Well, how I've been using it was with the Niv-Mizzet deck in Arena with uh, making... Just the Drakes or big. No, the uh, the Gutter Snipes. Oh, yeah, so that makes I, sense too. You, cast the, you put your Gutter Snipe out, you cast Quasi-Duplicate, and you make a Gutter Snipe. The first one does the two damage, you do it again, and it does four damage. Now you have three freaking Gutter Snipes out, and any spell you cast is doing six, six damage. damage. That's huge. Yeah, so it's, it's a pretty ridiculous card, and it's pretty cheap right now for two bucks. And foil, uh, foil. And it's cheaper non-foil. Right, yeah. Obviously. But I would totally go for the foils on these if they keep getting played, and I just think it's a really good card. So uh, your next one, Lowry. Uh, I'm going to go with Sword Point Diplomacy. Uh, foil, specifically. Uh, this card's sitting around a dollar, and uh, what this does is reveal the top three cards of your library, and an opponent can choose to have you draw the cards or for each one pay three license three life and have you not or put it into a graveyard so it's for each of the cards they actually get no it's actually oh yeah then exile no it says exile the rest well and you can so you could potentially deal nine right they lose nine life with that with the three cards i've had it played against me and i took six damage because i was like nope you don't get that one you don't get that one you can draw the land and this is i don't think it's bad for commander either it's just you're 
able to do some damage there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for it's a- cheap to potentially get three cards into your hand as well. Um, so either option is not a bad deal. And it's a buck for foils. Yeah. Which is a buck cheap. for foils. A foil uh, and, rare. I, and this is another card that I've seen Saffron Olive really like in Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, because this, along with uh, Risk Factor. Yeah, I was going to say Risk Factor. Th- those two are very similar. And so it's just like, do you want me to draw three cards or do you want to take four life? Do you want me to draw three cards or do you want to take three, six, or nine life? Like That could get. Uh, pretty powerful when we get into the next uh ravnica set because then we're gonna have black and red together right yeah yeah that's true so then you're playing both of those in decks i mean black and red yeah, you but can you'll st- have you'll have the better mana right the that's what i'm lands. saying the shock lands yeah. you're gonna have black red together so this could work really well this might be a really good card to go after for under a, you know a buck for foils foil. they could really yeah. go up if people start playing that and that'll be what is it January when next? When Beginning of January, yeah. yeah. So I like that pick. I like it a lot. Uh, all right. My next one is a card that Lowry played with, and I kind of talked about it earlier. <laughs> Tatiova, what is Benthic, it? Benthic? Benthic Druid. And that I'm talking about the foils of these because the non-foils you can get for 25 cents, which <laughs> is pretty cheap, but your yeah. foils are pretty ridiculous. Uh, they're at four bucks. Four bucks. Um, but this is such a good card with the the drawing when you play a land and the gaining like the gaining Gain life, life is kind of card. secondary, but the drawing card by playing a land is pretty awesome. And this it is a legend. And the thing is that's kind of interesting is there aren't like landfall is a really good mechanic, and there's only this is the second landfall mm-hmm. commander that you have after Omnath. Yeah. Uh, the red red green one and so it's kind of like this is probably your second or you know right up there with i might go for this one more than omnath because of the draw aspect because i love drawing cards and playing five five that can deal three damage that is pretty good no i know but for for every land how much does he cost to get out he's he's seven 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 or eight yeah he's a little more expensive so at five mana you you get a lot more consistency out of that but yeah her as a a legend is going to drive this price quite a bit in my mind and that's why it's a little bit higher because she's a legendary creature that's the mm-hmm. dominaria uncommon legends because you look at Slimefoot, all those when or you know they're a lot more than what an uncommon foil would normally be so uh but yeah i definitely love this card i just i, I put it on my list of things that i've been starting to pick up because i think it's just a really good card and it's going to be used more and more in commander uh as time goes on yeah. so yeah, yeah. all right larry your last one uh, Curse of the Swine, which is X and two blue sorcery. And then you can exile X target creatures. Uh, for each creature exiled this way, you get to put it. They get a 2-2 green boar into play. I think this was on our core cards or it was one of the ones we cut. We might have cut it. It was on the borderline. But this is such a good removal with the exile effect yeah, on you're that. You're getting rid of those. Just like you're able to get rid of multiple creatures if you're later in the game. But it, even early game, if you just pay four you can get rid of two really good cards mm-hmm. out there and they just get two two boars right um it, it just uh, it, the foils i'm highly suggesting at a dollar fifty probably uh, get them cheaper than that yeah even. you can probably get them cheaper from that it's from theros block it's it just does a really good job of controlling the board in a commander game yeah and so i'm i, I don't see this happening like it's not going to be played in other formats or mm-hmm. anything but you, if you sit down and you pay, you know, get exile five, man, you're you're changing the board state quite a bit. Well, and it's and this is a different 
card, but it's a similar idea. Was that uh, was it Hour of Need or whatever that I played, where it has the the every time you cast or you cast it, and it's like one blue, one colorless, and you change their creature into a four, exile a four, creature four, and yeah. four four, and you can do it multiple times. That saved me, even though I'm turning other people's creatures into four fours. That kind of saved me that game because I got rid sure, of the yeah. big threats off this. This is even better, you know, because yeah, you're better, cheaper, right? Um, I mean, the only thing that that one was was it was an instant, but this you're getting two twos that are little boar creatures, and you just wipe anything indestructible, yeah. whatever, as long as it doesn't have hexproof. Miss it, or yeah. I mean, even turning gutter snipe into a two two boar is better than right. Uh, having gutter snipe there, and for so. a buck buck fifty, that's pretty awesome for a foil yeah. there. All right, and then the last one is Docent of Perfection, and this is from the Eldritch Moon. This is also part of one of my Niv-Mizzet cards, and that's kind of why I went with it because a lot of these cards I'm going through, I'm like, this card's really freaking good. Foil, you're looking at 3, 350 right now, but it's just, it's a freaking, oh, that was the other part. I was looking at EDH Rec, and it's over 5,000 decks with it for this mm-hmm. card. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just need to be casting spells for the or instants and sorceries for really to benefit off this. And even if you don't do a ton of that, it's still five. It's a five, four, five, four, four flying. Five. Yeah. That's, that's pretty it good has in evasion. itself. You're able to bash face with it. But. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to go in a spell Slinging slinger deck. deck. Yeah. But even if you aren't taking benefit of that, it's still a five, four flying creature. So, yeah, I know. I, you, I think this goes in there. You have enough spell slinger commanders out there that this is going to go in a bunch of, you know, uh, Mizzix, the mm-hmm. red blue goblin from the commander sets. You have this will fit into Talrand. This will fit into each Niv Mizzet deck. Anytime um, you're pretty much playing blue. <laughs> yeah, I mean this blue. You pretty much are playing or, spells. Or if you're wizards, or you're going to do that. Sorcery. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's going to fit into a lot of decks. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but like I said, three three fifty. That's not too bad. I think I picked mine up for three bucks. You were able to find it there? Um, yeah. So I would definitely look at picking those up. And I think I have it actually in two decks. Cause, but you're playing blue. You're going to be casting a lot of spells. So Yeah. All uh, right. It's, it's a really solid card. Um, Is that for it that for today? And Meat Forest. Meat Forest. <laughs> now it's not as funny. Now I'm like tired. <laughs> All that laughing made me you tired. Got- <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a nap. Yeah, I got the meat sweats. Uh, yeah. No. All right, we're sitting good at time. So yeah, like I we, said, you guys can follow us on Twitter. We do want to. You can Gmail us. Hear your suggestions for bad stuff, Lowry. Can maybe. I would, I would suggest eat. not telling. <laughs> like any suggestions that you don't give us is great. And I highly suggest you guys subscribe to us on YouTube or at least watch uh, the videos here. Like I said, they'll probably be up before the podcast goes up next week. So if you want to get a little jump start if on... If you've missed us. If you want to get a jump, jump start. Starting? Was that a pun? No, it wasn't. But I was going to say, if you want to get a jump start on what we what happened with us before we even do the podcast, you can uh, check those videos out. That should be really cool. <laughs> and then, like I said, we have a little special surprise. It's going to be a long day on Saturday. <laughs> it should be. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for this week, right? Yeah. So next week we'll pretty much be talking about Ultimate Masters. We're just doing Ultimate Masters, and we're not doing that Super Smash Bros. Super, yeah, I did see that. Don't, you're not going to convince us to do it, Swope. <laughs> yeah, but Mark lo- Mark loves that uh, Super Smash Bros. Good for Bros. him. He's, he's ranked. 
Yeah. He's probably really excited about it. I'm sure. Well, Did you ever, have you ever played Super Smash Brothers? I was more of a kart guy. Mario Kart. Mario Kart, Kart Mario yeah, Kart's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah I played Super that. Smash when it was, uh, GameCube was when I played yeah, it. Yeah, we, my, my college crew, we were, we were just kart. Mario just Kart and GoldenEye? Yeah. Nope. No, you didn't play GoldenEye? No. I hate first person shooters. Yeah, probably just super judged me now. That's why I don't play video games anymore. I you play, just play Magic cards. I, yeah, I, I quit Guitar Hero. Oh, Lars is so good at Guitar Batman, Hero. Batman Arkham Asylum games, and then quite a twist your arm to get you to play War, Arena. You did, and you're loving it now. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna marry it or no. anything. All right, well that should do it for this week. We will uh, see you guys next week. All right, thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.